New notification. You hear that? That's your notification for a new episode of The Love Fix with your hosts, Uncle Miggy and Hot Mama, the brother sister duo that covers sex, dating, and all things in between. We're not your therapists. But after spilling the tea from your latest date, we'll leave you feeling validated. So find your sweet spot and get ready to treat yourself to some good sexual healing. Hey, hoes. Season two, episode 38, the season finale of The Love Fix. I'm your host, Hot Mama, with my biggest brother, Uncle Miggy. Tell these motherfuckers how you are. (laughs) Hey, Hot Mama, I'm good. Uh, I'm feeling really nice today. Really nice. And that sounds pleasant. <laughs> it is pleasant. I'm all like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> What's Mr. T? So good today? Uh, well, it was a day off. So um, I got a chance to do some stuff around the house. Um, I got to cook breakfast for my baby. I love cooking. That's one of my love languages, I think, is like cooking for my the people I love. Um, what else made me feel so good today? Uh, I worked out. Okay. Um with with Mr. T, nice. and I was hoping um, you're gonna stay, uh, say uh, Stan for just a moment that you got to work out with Stan. That would be really great. But I mean, no, really- Stan. Stan has COVID right now, and Aww. he's been sick for like a couple of weeks. And so I did talk to Stan today. I was worried about him, but he's good. Aww. And um, and he, but I haven't been able to hang out with him for a while. But like, so Mr. T and I, um, we worked out today for the first time in the year together. Um, it was good and. Oh, and then Miss, uh, and then Leo came for a visit. I was, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, Leo the only thing visiting? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I can recall a phone call earlier this uh, weekend where you were quite happy. Um, I I was gonna wait a moment, but I mean, since we talked about Leo and visitors. <laughs> quite a, a weekend full of fuckery <laughs> i did and you know what um leave it to my sister to bring it up um, i think that we're here that's why we're here we're just giving each other shit all the time and uh here's my turn to get shit from my sister um so yes this weekend was fun and um i yes i, I don't know what you're alluding to what are you talking about <laughs> I was at dinner and I got a phone call, a business phone call that was like, hey, you need to check the MDMs. Like, and so shout out to um our listeners for DM DMing us because yes. like we're there for you and thank you um for being patient while we message you back. So Uncle Mickey's like, check your messages, but he was like, I also didn't think that you were gonna um answer the answer the phone and i just had a threesome so, <laughs> i did it was spicy i'm so happy for you because i know that that's what you and uh you and mr t have been wanting is a threesome we have it's been like about two years and you know like it's not like i'm desperately searching for somebody no. to have yeah. a threesome with but like it's fun um and um, it just and it's also really fun when it's uh, not like it just happens organically. And yeah. it um and so like um the person that we met, like um I didn't meet them on an app, and so that felt really nice. Like I, there was not like a lot of a lot of setup that had to happen or chatting. Um and it was a surprise. It was a total surprise. Um, because I didn't even know this person was interested in us. Aww. And um and so um he is very handsome. 
And um, I'm trying to think how much I should tell my sister right now and our listeners, because well. I know everyone wants to know the details, but um, he's, he's not gay. And so that was the thing that was like the, the, um, the most, the biggest surprise was like, oh, like I told, I t- went out on a limb and mm-hmm. I messaged, I, I t- had his number and I uh, text him like, hey, like, hey, you're really handsome. And then he like said, thank you. And I was like, oh, like, okay. So that was my way in. And I said, Mr. T thinks you're handsome too. And he's like, oh, lucky me. Oh, and that's your double in. Yes. And then, so he was like, well, um, when, when do you want to hang out? And I was like, um, right now. <laughs> you know what you're reminding me of? Um, you're reminding what? Carlitos and how forward he is. And how he'll uh, just send messages. And it's not like he's trying to chat it up and, you know, get to know you through text message. Like he wants to meet with you. Like, yeah. let's go meet up right now. And that it sounds like that's what you did. I did. And it was like, um, and that's what I appreciated was that was like kind of just like we went with the moment. Uh, we established that there was an interest like uh, in each other. Like, and I didn't really know, like, I didn't go into like a lot of chatting with him about like, well, are you gay? Are you bi? Like, what's your deal? Um, we just invited him over for, um a hangout and then we we chatted for a little bit and got to know him and then he was like can i take my shirt off and i was like yes you can fucking take your shirt off and then i took mine off and then mr t took his shirt off and then the rest is history the rest is history (laughs) oh my gosh i'm melting and screaming inside okay sister i I like that i don't think that okay 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 say say it again say sister what tell me what were you gonna say well i was just gonna say like the moral of the story for me was like you know like uh, um if you feel a connection to somebody uh trust your gut and mm-hmm. like and just go for it and then like it it might get weird it might not but like <laughs> you, at least you're taking a chance and i took a chance and i'm so fucking happy that i took that chance like that I like yeah that I feel like, um, gosh, we've been talking about me for a, a few minutes now. And yes, I had a fucking threesome and it was good. And um, and maybe people will learn from how to approach it. But like, how are you? Um, I'm doing very swell today. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you still um, like, I think... I think you might be low key jealous about um, this person, like because Mr. In the last episode, you're like Mr. T. You want to see him filled up. <laughs> you know, I was wondering um, while you were talking, uh, did you get to see his pretty little mouthful of cock or what? <laughs> Say yes. I knew you were to ask. I knew Say you were going to ask. Yes. I, yes, <laughs> but wait. The reason I was so uncomfortable because I was like, okay, well, the one that fills it the most is mine. So, like, that's kind of weird. Whatever. Nobody's about your cock. <laughs> <laughs> but but then I was like, well, um, yes, I did get to see that, and that was very uh, a great show. And it was funny because um, Mr. T came in today and said, "Oh, so your sister wants to see my mouthful of cock?" And I was like, Ooh. "Ah." <laughs> <laughs> And so, well, it's he, he's screaming. <laughs> so this weekend he called your girlfriend from a distance on the phone, and he he didn't even listen to the episode at that point. And so I just kind of chuckled and was like, hmm. "Oh my god!" And and so both of you have a little crush on each other. It's okay. I'll get over it. Um, he he quickly reminded me that I have a big fat crush on his brother and so i was like okay it's fine <laughs> you know what i think is more fun than it all is just like poking fun it's like poking fun at uh, god would i ever really fuck uh, dad oh daddy's dad <laughs> 
would I ever really, but you know, no, I mean, maybe, maybe I might just to say I did, but in, in like reality, like all the times when, you know, I'm saying like, oh, your dad or this or whatever, or your, you know, your boyfriend, this or that, I'm, mm. I'm like lightweight joking. I'm just a big old flirt. <laughs> There's a little bit of truth in almost every joke. And so I know that you probably would because I, I mean, uh, daddy's dad is sexy. He has some swag about him. And if he wasn't daddy's dad, you know, I mean, you got to hide your daddies because I'm fucking dangerous. I'm so and, oh, um, How did Mr. T react when he heard that I wanted to see his mouth full of cock? He, he Well, he thought it was funny. And then he was <laughs> like, uh, and then he asked, like, if you if I told uh, you, I don't remember what he fucking said. He was like. He was like, oh, so um uh, uh, want to see that. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and it's weird. And then <laughs> and then he was like, Well, you want to fuck my brother. And then so so then I just stopped and I he I let it go because uh, he wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> There's some taboo about that. And that's not really something that we're gonna uh tackle today. <laughs> 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 we 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 have things to talk about today we, and um it's our last episode of the season you know um so for everyone listening you know like uh thanks for um listening for another season we've had some fun um and um and i think that you and i have gotten to know each other a little bit uh more and uh, been able to work through things you know okay. um and so one of the things that i was thinking about was like are there other uh um, like, are there other podcasts that you listen to that you enjoy that you like learn from? Because I, I feel like I was excited when I started to hear uh, people giving us feedback and excited, being excited about like the show. You know, I didn't, I don't know who's listening out there, yeah. but um, to hear people respond to our questions was really exciting. I was like, oh, like, do you listen to other shows yourself? Um, there, there is one that I listen to. Sometimes I used to be able to listen a lot more, but now um, I'm not able to listen so much. But one of the ones that I first started listening to that has flourished since is called Bottled Up Bitches. And mm -hmm. um, that's on every streaming platform that you can like possibly listen to a podcast on. And mm -hmm. it is a husband and a wife and they talk about sex and they talk about mm -hmm. like uncomfortable things that we wouldn't normally talk about, but they talk about it to try and normalize these things that people yeah. try and say are taboo. And um, I don't know, I really appreciate them both, but especially the wife, um, I'm blanking on her name right now. Oh, forgive me. But um, she is so sweet and she's just like so tiny and full of love. And like, it's just a uh, really great to listen to because it's wholesome but yes but like yet raunchy at the same time too so it, that's definitely my flavor bottled up bitches yeah. bottled up bitches um i've listened to a couple episodes of them and over the like i've noticed um that over this last season like um they were also sometimes talking about some of the same things that we were so that was kind of fun mm -hmm. um like i i remember uh recently uh, they were talking about um, experiencing like her rimming her husband. Mm. <laughs> Have you listened to that? 
<laughs> I didn't catch that episode. <laughs> well, I was like, well, I guess so. It is. It's 2024 now. So uh, Carlitos, like, um, <laughs> he's not the only one that likes it. <laughs> uh, not the only straight man who's into it. <laughs> no. And like, and so that was what I appreciate about that podcast is um, I'm not a regular listener of Bottle Up Bitches, but um, I really appreciate that they're starting trying to have a conversation about sex and things that might be embarrassing to talk about uh, with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all have different curiosities that we have, or fantasies that we, we might have um, that we want to do. And sometimes we might even be embarrassed to share that with our partners. Yeah. And so um, that's what I appreciate about that podcast. I think that um, it's a fun dynamic with a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and you get like firsthand, like what they're experiencing in their relationship. Totally, totally. I like that as yeah. well. What about yourself? Uh, what are you listening to or reading or learning about now? Like, uh, um, I'm I'm always reading a lot of things, um, but in terms of like pod podcasts, um, there are a couple podcasts that are fun. Um, there are these two girls um, that host this podcast called Girls Gotta Eat, Girls and gotta they kind of remind me of us. Like they're they're always laughing and like joking around and like uh, talking about dirty nasty things that people might be embarrassed to talk about. Uh, so check them out. They're called Girls Gotta Eat. I think you'll like them too, sister. Um, and then there was another one that was called You Up. Um, I mostly like that uh, title, You Up. Uh, and it's a, a, a guy and a girl uh, talking about dating and like trying to figure things out. Uh, um, but there's one that I think that like um, I'm um, kind of fanboying on. It's not, it's, it's not a comedy podcast like, um, like the ones I've mentioned. But uh-huh. it's a, so it's a little bit more serious. Uh, oh. it's, it's hosted by Esther Perel, who's okay. a well-known psychotherapist. Um, and she has a podcast called Where Should We Begin? And I think on that show, it's uh, it's pretty interesting because she has like a first uh, therapy session with a new client that she's never met with before. And then they just have a conversation. And whew, I felt like it was kind of intense. Like um, Esther Perel's great. She's a really well-known therapist. Um, and um, it felt like y- you were just listening to somebody's therapy session, which is uh, can be kind of deep and, uh, you know, like you're uncovering things. Yes. Oh, I just added those um, podcasts to my um, Spotify right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that you'll appreciate the girls got to eat one. That's like I, I thought of you when, when I was listening to that. Okay, I'm 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 gonna check them um all um both out. The you up one was I wasn't able to find it, so I had to get a link from you or something. But the other two, I'm able I was able to find it. it right yeah. Now. It's okay. The you up one is okay. Like uh, girls got to eat is more fun. And, and so like, so the, I mean, the reason, one reason why I was like, um, well, you know, like we, we are dating and like love relationship podcasts, you know, like got to send out some love to other podcasts because, um, you know, everybody has their own style of approaching these different conversations Yeah. Um, and want to send some love out there to the podcast world. Um, and, um, and I, and because of that, Esther Perel has this new game that I thought would be fun to play with you today. What is that game called? It's called Where Should We Begin? Where Should We Begin? And it's like, it's a game that she created, um, I think through her relationship counseling, where like um, you ask your partner different questions and then you get to know each other. And you're not my partner, but we're in a relationship here in this. I mean, technically, uh, we are partners in some aspect. You know what I mean? Like partners on this podcast. So even yes, if not like um in a sexual partnership doesn't mean doesn't minimize our partnership. God damn it! 
I agree. I take that back. So relationship. No, I'm just kidding. So you're so we're in a relationship. It's very complicated. And <laughs> and we were kind of forced into it because you were born into my family. <laughs> so funny. You know what's hilarious? Just a little side note is that when what? um maybe like maybe like a good year and a half, maybe two years ago, even you had mentioned that you wanted to do a podcast. And yeah. I had, like, I don't know if I mentioned it to you or I had mentioned to anyone, but I love doing the podcast. And when you mentioned yeah. you're doing a podcast, I'm like, this motherfucker, like he's going to do, he's going to do a podcast before me. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not jealous of your threesome. I was slightly jealous of the thought of you having a podcast before me. I'm really grateful <laughs> that when uh, you came back around and you were like, when I thought of my podcast, like I thought of doing it with you, like, would you be a part of it? And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. So excited. So I wasn't forced into this. I was, we were made for this. (laughs) No, I didn't mean that you were forced into the podcast. I, um, we were made for this. I I feel like it was like only, it was meant to be the part that you were forced into is being my sister. So I'm very sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've really enjoyed, um, doing this podcast with you sister. And, you know, like, um, I think we've learned a lot about each other along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and gotten so much closer um, through these uh, like conversations. You know? Yeah, I really appreciate being able to um, open up conversations for other people to have, but I also really, really appreciate being able to get to know you on like um, a different level than what we normally get to do at family functions or on our phone calls during commuting hours and things like that. So yes, because these conversations are not safe for family day. (laughs) Not all of them. (laughs) No, we got one today that are pretty wholesome though. I felt like. I think so. It's, it's a different spin on uh, things, but I think that they'll be fun and uh, it'll start a conversation. Um, And so for, for those that are listening, uh, um, there's a game called Where Should We Begin? Uh, These questions are from that game um, and we'll take turns asking each other uh, questions uh, that are inspired by where should we begin? Is it a card game? I think so. You like pick a card and then like you ask that question on the card. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, so the first question that I have for you, sister, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. What's your most irrational fear? Okay, this one's easy. This one was easy for me to think of because mm-hmm. it has been my most irrational fear for the longest time. And mm-hmm. I've said it out loud a few times. So I'm sorry if you've heard me say this before, but um, I'm I'm afraid of crossing the street and getting ran over by an invisible car. What? Have I told you that before? No. Yeah. So every time I cross the street, even though I look both ways... I'm still slightly nervous that there's going to be an invisible car that comes out of nowhere and runs me over. (laughs) What? (laughs) Isn't that so irrational? Like, what the fuck? There's not even invisible cars. And yet I'm thinking that I'm going to get ran over by one. (laughs) Um, Okay, I have questions. (laughs) Have you ever almost gotten ran over? 
Um, no, no, I have not. <laughs> not really? that I can recall. Yeah. I mean, moms ran my foot over during like school drop off once before, but like that's huh. nothing compared to getting almost hit. Mom ran your foot over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, she's like, get out the car. Go. And there's like all of us piling out. And then like next thing I know, she moves forward a little bit and my foot is there. And I'm like, like my, my foot, my foot. And she's like, oh, no. And I'm just like, my foot is under the tire. And I couldn't move up <laughs> from underneath the tire. But it was fine. I I walked into class. So. <laughs> well, okay. I don't share this irrational fear. But the one thing that's interesting is that uh, when I cross the street, I have to make sure that it's very safe. And so if Lex is listening, which I think he probably is, he'll be laughing right now because he'll be like, oh, like that's something that you all share. Like you're always scared to cross the street and I don't really understand where it came from, but it's um, it's, I wouldn't call it an irrational fear, but it's like something that's like deep in me. That's like, watch out. And I have almost gotten hit by a bus before. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so maybe it stems from that, but I don't know. Oh, um, well, okay. Sister, I have something to tell you. Okay. When you cross that street, as long as you look, there's not going to be a car that hits you. But what if it's what if it's invisible? You're gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry if I ever see an ad for an invisible car. I swear I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna be like, it's coming to life. <laughs> oh, so you actually think it's gonna be an invisible car? Yeah, like wow. I know, I know exactly how. Okay. Yeah, that's my irrational fear. Let's move on All to right. the next question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. For you. Um, the person who is the person that taught you the most about love. Hmm. All right. Well, um, this is, it's hard because, uh, there are a lot of different people that taught me about love, mm -hmm. but, uh, I think I've mentioned it before in shows. Um, I was in a 15 year relationship, uh, with my partner Lex and, uh, I mean, gosh, I learned a lot in those 15 years about love. And, um, and so I would say that like, while I'm still continuing to learn about love every day, more and more, um, I learned the most about myself and love during my relationship with Lex. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, like it wasn't always because I was doing the right things either. It was like, you know, like through like trial and error, like, oh, I fucked up again. Like, oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. And so um, he really uh, showed me uh, what love was. And that's how I learned what about love was by uh, actually being loved by him. Mm, I love that. And I think because of that big chunk of your life that you spent with him makes mm -hmm. sense why that was maybe the biggest foundation of love that you've had it was and it was like you know like it was also like in my early 20s like i was just like i was really young when we got together um all the way through to my 40s you know like pretty or like pretty close to 40 and uh gosh like there are really pivotal times in your life and so like while i was learning about myself like yes like lex was there to uh, um like be patient with me and uh, go to therapy together and like so much, so much like uncovering and digging of like things that like I had like uh, held on to for a long time. Mm -hmm. But like uh, the, re like he just really was like solid and 
uh, continues to be like still in my life, uh, my best friend, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and somebody I can confide in, that I can talk about anything with, and um, and still have so much love for him. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I was thinking that um, for myself too, it'd probably be the same thing. Like, how can you spend so much time with somebody and not, you know, learn about love? Yeah, um, you can. I mean, it could be like unhealthy. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> maybe you can learn in that kind of relationship, like what you don't want, you know, but love isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's something to learn from everything, even like the hard experiences. Right. And uh, and so um, and if you don't like it's a chance to learn. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it moving because I don't um, we, we have a time constraint here. OK. okay. All right. Some more. Um, sister. What's one risk that you took that changed your life? Um, I think it has to be when I was 17 and decided to move out of state for Job Corps. Mm-hmm. I think that was such a big risk in my life. And I had no idea what I was walking into. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it changed me in like such an amazing way. I feel like having that time away from um, everything that I knew and everything that felt safe, mm-hmm. it was such a risk. And um, I kind of just went for it and it turned out to be a really great thing for me. Yeah, I remember when you moved there, like I was like surprised, like you weren't even 18 yet. I was like, can she do that? (laughs) (laughs) Like I was looking at mom, like, why are you letting her go? Hey, mom had no problem signing those papers. She's like, go ahead, go ahead. She was like, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was surprised. And I was like, also, um, like you were the, you were the youngest in our family at that time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was surprised because I was like, wow, like uh, my sister's really trying something new and different. And like, I was afraid because I was like, um, who's going to take, look after my sister, you know, like yeah. my baby sister, I care, I love her and care about her so much. Um, and, um, and also like, was like proud of you because um, like nobody had done that up to that point. Like you were the first person to leave uh, from where we grew up mm-hmm. um, in, in such a large way. Uh, it inspired me. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. I yeah. I remember getting um, like little care packages from you while I was mm-hmm. at Popcorn and they always made me smile so much. It, it would always be like really random things, not like random, like, you know, uh, fucking toilet brush cleaner, but like random, like, like a jewelry box or something or like mm-hmm. um, a random notebook and things. And I was just always like, it always made me feel still connected to home, even though I was so far away. Oh, yeah, I forgot I sent those, but I was like, oh, yeah, I did send those. <laughs> yeah, I totally still have. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with the mushy shit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Next question. And this one, um, this one made me, uh, this one made me quiver, just so you know. Okay. Is that why you didn't pick it? That's exactly why I didn't pick it. Hmm. But if you could whisper something in the ears of a younger you, what would it be? Mm. This is a deep question. I know. 
It's yeah. so deep. Yeah. But, you know, like, looking back at younger me, uh, who grew up in church and in, like, a really religious household sometimes, mm-hmm. um, I always grew up not feeling like I was good enough. And, like, and feeling like uh, something wasn't right about why, like, about me. Like, I didn't fit into, like, what church was saying you had to do. And so if I were to whisper into something into my younger self, into my ears, uh, I would whisper, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and uh, I mean, there are moments where I really felt like, oh, like, I'm going to get disowned. I'm going to like, I'm not, I'm going to be homeless. Mm. Uh, Mom and dad won't love me. Uh, All of these things just because of like, I knew I was gay. And, um, and it was something I knew ever since I was like in kindergarten, like I, I got in trouble for like chasing boys and trying to kiss them. And, uh, (laughs) and, and so I knew it was part of me, but I just didn't know how to express it. And so like, if, if somebody, if I would have whispered that into my, my ear, I think I would have moved through life with a little bit more ease uh, and and not worried so much about having to fit into what I saw around me. Yes. Yes. I like that so much. That's, I want the listeners to think about that question as well, because it is such a deep question. Um, Like what would you guys whisper into the ear of your younger self? Like what would you want to hear? Anywho, next question. (laughs) (laughs) This one, um, I think, is going to be for the both of us, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll start and ask you. Okay. 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 Go. Okay. So, uh, what's one message that you received about love or relationships that stood out on the forefront for you? Um. Okay. Straight and simple. If I am not proud to tell my significant other something that I have just done then I shouldn't be doing it Mm. because I'm, I have been, I, I have been a big cheater in my life. Like I've always Mm -hmm. cheated and, um, or I've always done sneaky things. And, um, something that was a game changer for me was, um, realizing like, listen, hot mama, if I can't tell the person that I love the most about what I just did, then I shouldn't be doing it. And so that has been my like, biggest takeaway as I move through this relationship with daddy. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, uh, Ooh, (laughs) 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 it, um, I mean, it also sounds like, um, like you've learned some things along the way of like, um, like if you would be ashamed to to tell all that to to your partner, then you shouldn't do it. So it's kind of like a gauge, like, Mm-hmm. Should I or shouldn't I? And you're like, no, I shouldn't fucking do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, what have you learned? What 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 is like a message or? Yeah, I learned a lot in therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lex and I went to therapy for like, gosh, like about like six or seven years. It was a long time, and it wasn't like all the way through for that length of time. But like, we went back when we needed a little refresh. And uh, one of the first things that our therapist uh, taught us was that I that we were arguing 
arguing to be right. Mm. And we weren't listening to each other. And so one of the first things that he taught us to do was to listen to what the other person was saying without us having to be right or like and, and trying to prove that we're the right, that we did what was right. And so, uh, I mean, shout out to Adam uh, for uh, that therapy. You know, like that was like, that was not only just like a, a relationship uh, win, like in that moment, mm-hmm. because we learned how to listen to each other. Uh, but it was also um, a win for me in life because like um, after that, I didn't really feel like I needed to be right about like I had this like um, this freedom to like just be and not have to be right about everything. Um, and and that goes a long ways in relationships because a lot of times you, f- you feel like, you know, like um, I think we just want to be heard sometimes um, and it's not necessarily about being right or wrong. Right. But if we feel heard, then that feels like, you know, like the other person's listening and um, and they're taking to heart what we're saying and what we're sharing with them. And so then we're more likely to be vulnerable and open the next time something like that happens. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I like how you mentioned how it makes them more open to talk about those things later on in life, too. Like when you um when you are heard, when you feel heard, you're like, okay, even though I'm not right, even though I'm not wrong, I'm still heard. Like my, yeah. like how I felt, they still understood how that made me feel or they still understand from my perspective, even though they don't agree with me, they mm-hmm. still understand from my perspective how that was for me. That's important. Yeah, like just listening. And and so um for our listeners out there, you know, like uh listen to your partner. Like uh it doesn't have to be an argument. Um it can be you completely like you still maybe not agreeing, but you're listening. Yeah. When you first started mentioning what you um what you had learned, you know, your takeaway, or not what just one of the things, um, it reminded me about how uh <laughs> how um i lost my train of thought because i looked at the time i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we we got a long episode for season finale <laughs> it's our finale it's our finale but it just reminded me about how in um therapy i also learned too that uh my husband and i we are on the same team we are mm. working towards the same goal so yes if i ever feel like man, he is working against me or his actions or his words or whatever working against me. I have to just remind myself, mm-hmm. no, he's not, he's not working against you. He's on the same team as you. Like he's not mm-hmm. going to try and do you dirty because it's not going to make him advantage in, in any way. Like you guys are on the same team. You yes. And that was a game changer for me too, learning that. And that's what it kind of reminded me of um, is mm-hmm. you don't have to be right or wrong. Like you guys are on the same team. You guys are working yeah towards the same goal like but as long as you're heard you know as long as like how like you want it to go or like whatever your your feelings are heard then um then you're still reaching the same goal i really love that mm-hmm. i do too yeah Thanks. i mean like i couldn't help but think about uh threesomes when you were talking about being on the same team and i was like yeah we're on the same team that's why i like to refer to daddy and i as teammates because i'm like you are such a great teammate because i'm like we we could have more players up on this field 
Touchdown after touchdown. <laughs> Anywho, we should wrap it up. We've been um, here a while. Um, let's give out some dates or some before we give out dates. Should we ask what they want or how do you? Yeah. Want okay. So in our last episode with Carlitos, we mentioned that we were interested in having some new perspective, fresh voices on the show for our season three. We still have um, yet to determine what season three looks like. Um, mm-hmm. Right. We know that Carlitos is coming back. Um, we want to have some um, some new perspectives and some new people to learn from. And so um, thank you for the people that reached out. Um, you know, um, um, there's some interest in uh, people talking more about polyamory uh, and like having a relationship with more than one person. Um, and and so keep it coming. Um, if there are some things that people want to hear that listen to the show, like uh, get a hold of us. You know, um, you can reach out to us on Instagram, uh, the love fix dot xx, uh, and and let us know. Right? Um, um, if you know us personally, reach out, give us a call, tell us like what you want to hear in season three, because we still really haven't figured that out. Mm-hmm. I have my ideal of like what that would look like, you know, season three, but like we we don't even fucking know until it happens. Yeah. And so, um, so yes, so we're still open to, um, to like what the listeners want to hear for season three. If there's a perspective or things that you want um, us to talk about on the show, just let us know. Uh, and we want to hear from you. Um, and then the other, um, the other announcement that we have is when we're starting our season uh, three. Yeah, we yeah. love you guys so much. Yes. We love you guys so much that we, we couldn't think of a better gift then the gift of season three, episode one on Valentine's Day. Yes. So it will be your gift from us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a little break, just like we did um, between the first and second season. Um, you know, taking a break and rest is really important, but we're going to be back mm-hmm. uh, ready um, to give you some more love fix uh, on February 14th uh, in about a month. Yes. I think um, we first started this on Side Chick Day, which is... February, we did. Which is February 15th. Yes. Oh, I think it's beautiful that our year is coming back around to Valentine's Day. And um, that's awesome. Sister, <laughs> happy anniversary. Hey, yay us. <laughs> Maybe for um, our uh, newest season, um, we can pop a bottle of champagne or something. I think that. I think we'll have to. We'll have to bring back everybody that's ever been on the Love Fix. Oh, make it a little, little bit of a party and see um, where people are, what they're doing, mm-hmm. um, and just catch up and then introduce um, who's going to be in season three. I love that idea. I think I'm more excited than the listeners for season three. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You see, like, people are responding and they're, like, really uh, interested in what's going to happen here. They're listening, brother. They're really listening. (laughs) I mean, like, um, it takes a lot. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening all the way up to um, episode 38, season two. This is the finale. Thank you, hoes. Well, that's a wrap for now. Tune in next week for your dose of the love fix. And if any of you lovers out there want to give us the deets on your latest date or tell us something that you enjoyed about today's episode, email us at thelovefix at gmail.com. Remember, that's triple X. Like Auntie Rue says, if we can't love ourselves, then how the hell are we going to love someone else? <laughs>